Hello, everyone. This is Rosie, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of my podcast called My Intrusive Thoughts. Hi. Usually, I would start an episode with a bit of like, you know. Um, insight into how my week has been going or whatever but honestly today I just want to take a minute and rant about the weather oh my god I don't know about you guys but I hate summer like heat sweat um, apart from mangoes I think there is nothing about this weather that appeals to me on any level and so like every time I am reminded every time I walk out the door and I'm you know blasted off by that gush off hot hot wind i don't even know what to call it like it's it's like straight out of the pits of hell that sort of wind and the sun beating down on your ass all of it oh my god like you know you sit down in your car and for like the first five minutes you just have to sort of send up a prayer to god that your bum doesn't get stuck to the seat because it's so hot and you just hope that you don't get fried off and develop skin cancer like right off the bat because it's hot oh my god like the other day i accidentally parked my car in the wrong spot like right beneath like directly underneath the sun there was no shade at all and i went out to do something and i was only gone for like five minutes and i did not keep my car running because you know fuel and you don't want to add to the air pollution plus gas rates you don't want to be doing that you don't want to be wasting gas but i came back it had been like five minutes and i turned the car on again and i was like literally about to die from heat stroke it was that bad and i don't know how people do it i don't know how you guys who love summer find anything that's worth enjoying apart from the mangoes i like the mangoes but there are some people who hate mangoes as well so sucks for them if they do hate this season because i can't winter is the time where you hibernate where you're like feeling blue and sort of like depressed because you're not getting enough sun or whatever but for me those months are my most active out of the entire year like i feel more alive i just feel more like myself during the winter time autumn time but during the summer i just want to like you know bury myself in a cave and not come out until you know this entire season is over so yeah that's me these days just complaining constantly about the weather and just hoping and praying for rainfall like the amount of times i check my weather app every single day just to see if i will get any amount of rain and it's not happening it hasn't happened in a while it's been excruciating to say the least and uh, that was a very um absurd way to start an episode but i really had to i really had to talk about it for a second there because it was it's been it's been hell <laughs> it's really been hell so lately i've just had a lot of extra time on my hands and i've just been doing a lot of thinking introspection and um just thinking about how my life has been these past few years because like ever since the pandemic started i feel like a lot of things changed and most of them not in a positive way where i could be like oh my god i'm learning something new because there were people who took that time and opportunity as like a reset 
like a timeout and tried to work on themselves or like take a break to um, get to know themselves better, learn new hobbies, whatever. Well, that was not the case for me. I felt like it was more of a full stop for me because um, I think I've mentioned this before on this podcast as well that I have always been the kind of person who likes to always be doing something and having a lot of free time on my hand. I just, I just kind of like forget how to function. If I have a lot of time, like my brain just malfunctions and I'm like, oh my God, I'm free. What the hell? What is the purpose of my life anymore? And um, I kind of spiral a lot. So I tend to like always have something to do so that I can keep myself busy, which is not a good thing, I assume. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are, you know, mental health professionals who might be listening to this would be like, "Uh, that's not a good thing. That's not a healthy way to go about this. But that's just how I've been. So anyways, um, now that I have a lot of time, I'm just like, you know, what do I do with myself? And during the pandemic as well, it was the same. I just kind of felt like, what the hell is going on? And I think the greatest effect this entire break, uh, the pandemic, I mean, had on me was how I just became so isolated. And I know it was the same for a lot of people who, um, you know, no matter where in, in the world they were, We all had to social distance. We all have to kind of isolate ourselves and be by ourselves for a longer period of time. But for a person like me who already had like a very small social circle, it was excruciating. It was kind of like, you know, being cut off from the only uh, source of um, any outside interaction I have ever had. Um, Even when I was in med school, I was mostly busy studying. So... I think I was a typical med student who would rather just be in the library and study than hang out with friends or even... And I think it's not about being in med school. It was more like I am an introvert through and through and the kind who would rather, you know, plunge myself off of a cliff than initiate conversation with strangers or like walk up to people and talk because I just, I don't know. I've tried. I've tried to get out of that bubble, but... It never really works out. I just feel uncomfortable and I'm just like happy with the friendships and the people that I have in my life already. And um, it all kind of like, you know, the other day I was just sitting down, like I said, and I was thinking about how that happened. Because like when I think about it, I've never actively gone out and sought out friends. Like it's never been that, you know, I wake up one day and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to school today and I'm going to try and make a new friend never it's like you know a lot of times the friendships that i have right now are people i just got stuck with doing something or another it was like either school projects or choirs or you know being on some kind of like you know doing some activity together which was kind of like sprung upon me and it was never like a voluntary sort of effort on my part which sounds horrible i know (laughs) when i say it out like that but that is the truth And so a lot of these people that I call friends right now are people that I somehow came in contact with and then we kind of hit it off, clicked, and um, they passed my wipe check, which to be fair is, uh, you know, to give them credit, um, is very hard to pass anyways because I'm just very picky with people that I spend time with or would like to spend time with. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of... um, you know, self-imposed, but also just, you know, 
as an adult, it's so hard to make friends and to actually, you know, carry that friendship with you and nurture that relationship, friendship. Um, I will talk about, you know, other romantic relationships as well, but I feel like the most impact that this side of my life has had was on my friendships in general. So that's what I'm going to focus on. And like, you know, mostly I would say that when I talk about friendships, I am referring to my social circle, which is very limited. So maybe not every introvert is like that, obviously. Obviously, that's not even a question, I think. But it's a personal experience that I'm talking about right now. For example, my best friend um, and I, we kind of... I can't even remember exactly how we became close friends but i do know that you know we started school together so i've known this girl for almost 20 years of my life 23 actually and uh we were rivals in the beginning we had the classic enemies to friends sort of situation where um we were part of the choir we were both lead singers in the band school band and we would always fight over you know what part we would sing and it wasn't like a fight fight but just like a rivalry between two uh, lead singers where nobody said anything but it was just like uh, it's either gonna be her or that girl so we kind of grew up in that <laughs> uh, kind of environment which was very weird like now that I think about it like there was no need for us to be this stingy with each other but it kind of just like fueled our uh, competitive like side and it helped us uh, thrive and it helped us like improve ourselves and i think our teachers our mentors like let it slide because it was ultimately helping us better ourselves you know so yeah i think it was kind of healthy at that point but like as we grew up and uh we actually ended up in the same class during our o levels and from then on i think we kind of like the genre of our friendships sort of changed uh we went from just being like these rivals to classmates to uh friends and then you know something with me happened which was very traumatic for me and i kind of i view that time of my life as like a very dark time so when that happened um she was one of those people who kind of like reached out and it was weird because like the people that i expected to be there for me were not there and i think that has stuck with me a lot i think that is one of the reasons why it's so hard for me to reach out and like open up to people now um like i expected some people to really you know i don't know why i did though i was a teenager and i didn't know better i think that's that's how i would say that's how I would excuse myself and my expectations, like my incredible expectations, which I've now understand were a little too unfair to these people. But for some reason, I just felt like they would be there, you know, no matter what. But they weren't, sadly, and that really hurt me. But then this girl, who I secretly did not like all that much, was there. Like, she understood my pain. She reached out, even if she didn't understand. She tried to, and... Uh, she helped me kind of feel some semblance of, uh, you know, normalcy 
around the time when I felt like my life was chaos and I did not know what was going on. And I think that really stuck with me. The the fact that she reached out and she did not expect me to like appreciate her or anything. She wasn't asking for any accolades. She just felt like she could help me in that time and she did it out of her pure um you know intentions of her heart she wanted to cheer me up and that really you know uh, touched some heartstrings for me and since then we just like got closer and now we're best of friends and then she moved away we both moved away we were like on separate ends of the earth but we found a way to keep in touch we would like call each other at times like you know a video call here and there or we would send each other voice notes like that's how we communicate mostly and in the beginning you know it was fun how like we would take ages to reply but nobody would take it seriously because we both knew i was in med school she was also you know starting a new life you know in a new country and uh you know starting school again and stuff so we were both going through things but then we were just like you know what is it called like we would send each other like cluster messages all the time and i would like you know know in the middle of the night i would be receiving these cluster messages i'd be like okay something's happening with this girl so i'll i'll just like you know take my time read the messages listen to the voice notes and then reply in my own time and it became like a thing with us where we would go months without talking like no you know pee nothing and then suddenly out of nowhere she'd be like oh hey so this happened this this, this, this. and she would like update me about her entire life uh, up to the point that we hadn't talked before so and i loved it i felt like that was what i needed in that time where i couldn't actively keep up with my friends and i think i will always be grateful to her for that and same happened with one of my other best friends he also moved across the globe and uh we actually were never actually friends like it's funny because i would like to think that we became closer when he left and we somehow um reclicked on snapchat of all things and uh, from there on we would like talk and you know it just because we all had already studied together but we never really spoke which was weird uh, because we were always hanging out in the same group of friends but then kind of like you know clicked and started talking and then um now he's one of my closest friends and uh, he knows all about my family dramas and you know everything like he hates people that i hate and he haven't even met them kind of like vibes you know so i love that i love the fact that i can just like reach out to him anytime i want and just you know talk uh watch movies together or you know stuff like that even though we're like miles apart all the time and this is the friendship like this these are people that i don't really get to see a lot like i think the last time i saw him uh was in 2016 before he left um and other than that we have had like i think four video calls over the years otherwise we just talk on like text apps or like we would call each other or like something but not face to face obviously he hasn't been back in a while and then the other friend i that I'm, I was talking about the rival one she just came back to pakistan after a while and i got to meet her recently and it's, it's that's where i was like you know sitting down and just thinking of how we were so close at one point where we'd like see each other at school every single day for like eight hours 
and now we literally have to move the entire universe to be able to meet like for three hours at most but that is adult friendships for you like you know you just have to kind of understand and you know kind of prioritize your life uh, according to whatever is going on and true friends are those who understand that and respect that and don't take it personally because i see a lot of people who get offended by the fact that oh she's your best friend and you haven't seen her like in six years so uh what the hell like how are you even friends like how does that make sense i'm like it does and i don't know how to explain it but it happens to everybody like naturally as you grow older and you have more responsibilities and other things weighing you down in everyday life um friends kind of like you know there are people who do have the blessing and opportunity to be around their friends all the time but for people like me who literally have their friends move away to different parts of the world so it's kind of hard but you put in that effort and they put in that effort and that's how like it's a mutual thing right you have to both try to make it work and if you do it's it's beautiful and uh i really like that i really enjoy these friendships that i have these um because we don't expect a lot from each other and at the same time uh, we know just how far to go with you know stuff like i would sometimes be like girl i haven't seen your face in a while whatever are we even friends and then she would just like joke about how yeah you know i haven't heard from you for a while are you alive and i'd be like yeah i mean i guess i am kind of thing like so you just click with them and it's it's beautiful hand as a teenager i feel like if i had the same group of friends i think if the current me was to like look back and think of how the past me would have reacted to this form of socialization i would be very disappointed i think because like growing up i always felt like i needed to have a lot of friends i always wanted to have a big group of friends who would like hang out together like party together go out on road trips and you know be be at each other's places doing sleepovers and stuff and i got to do that like some some of it but in a very limited circle and i just felt very kind of like you know um i don't know like lesser than for a while because in college i would see all these like big groups and people like having fun and stuff but then i was there the depressed old me and just you know with few people around me and even then i was very much socially anxious all the time so i would always be like oh my god what do they think of me do they hate me like i would i was i was battling a lot of like uh trauma at that point in life so i never got to really enjoy that time with my friends i was always just preoccupied with one thing or another and by the time i kind of got my shit together it was too late and we were already graduating and everybody was like moving away moving on in their lives and i felt stuck i was like wow i don't have anyone to lean on i don't like i don't know why i felt like i needed to depend on people and that made me want to reach out and make friends but then i did realize that you know trying to make friends because you need them uh to be there for you 
for you to function is very toxic and not a good idea not a good um mindset you need to have friends because you know you help each other grow but also you know that you're an individual person and they are an individual person and you know you both have different lives and you can't expect them to always be around because i think that really hurt me that time in life where i needed friends and nobody was around and i just felt like wow so this is it and um i was and then i realized that maybe i was the one expecting a little too much and um i needed to kind of like realize that other people have priorities and maybe i was never a first priority for a lot of people so um it's not really their fault for me to be feeling hurt i mean yes me being hurt is valid still like i need to validate myself in feeling hurt because they were still my friends and um i did feel like you know i could ask them for help and they didn't provide that 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 comfort that i was seeking so yes i was hurt but at the same time me expecting like for them to move mountains for me was a little too much i think so there's that but as an adult you know you do realize that these things are just part of life you know um ups and downs and you can't always expect other people to be around all the time for you but also that little forms of communication go a long way for example like if i'm feeling sad or if i'm having a bad day um i just like text my friend and be like oh i had a bad day and then i would leave that and i won't expect her to like immediately reply and be like oh so what happened like tell me all about it i would just like let her be you know in her own time and space give her the give her the space to read that message to process that and reply to me if she wants to um or not and i'm not expecting her to like you know right away come flying off on a horse on a unicorn to save the day for me and i think that's progress i hope <laughs> i hope that is and that's what i call adult friendships where you know that you know you're a little more mature with expectations from people and um you understand that everybody has a life and that even still you know it's it's actually better i think in a way where when you don't expect people to do a lot of things for you and then they actually do um and you're just like wow they are putting in that effort it's just more special in that way like i remember um this one time i was really upset about something and my best friend called me up and i think he was working that day or whatever and he calls me up and he's like oh i know you're upset do you want to talk about it and i was like you have work like why are you calling me like you know focus on your stuff and he's like and he was like no i mean i could like hang out for a few minutes and talk to you and stuff and i felt really appreciated i felt really good and um i was very thankful for that and i feel like um as as a teenager i wouldn't have really understood the significance of that call and yes it takes like you know experience and it takes um you living life to come to terms with these things and maturing and i'm not saying that you know you have to grow old to be mature like that i mean some people um at that age would have had a, a better response and a better you know outlook than i did definitely but for me that was how it worked out you know as i grew as i got hurt over and over again i realized that okay girl you're not depending on other people like that's not what friendship is uh friendship is for you to be a companion in good times and bad times and also understand that they have their own space and they have their own timelines and they're doing things and also as an adult i feel like 
this I've seen a lot talked about recently as well. That as friends, you kind of like all take different paths in life, maybe, or maybe you're pursuing the same paths in life. Um, there's always this thing where you know you're doing something and the other person's doing something, and then there's a comparison like, oh, so this person turned out like that. Because they see people, I don't know about other communities, but they see parents do that all the time. Um, we're like, oh, your friend got into like med school. What are you doing with your life? Or, oh, your friend bought a house. What have you achieved in life? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. This just this really irritates me and really makes me uncomfortable because I believe that everybody has their own timelines. Everybody has their own, you know, pace in doing things. So, like, my friend got married at twenty. And I haven't, I'm 26 and I'm still single and uh, enjoying my singlehood. But then I know somebody who is getting married next year and they are not even done with the school yet. But I'm done with my school at 26 and I'm like, still, I don't care. So everybody is going through different things. They prioritize different things. And so I don't know why there is ever a need to compare in the first place. But then I guess like they see parents just do. I don't know why. I don't have a, an answer for that. And it can be a little um, hard on you emotionally um, because it makes you feel incompetent at times. We're like, oh, so this person has done this, 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 and where am I in life? Like, what am I doing with myself? I'm a waste of space, blah, blah, blah. But I guess my takeaway from this ramble was that don't compare yourself to others. And I hope that the friends you have around you don't do that to you either. Because that's just toxic and just not a good thing. Don't do that, people. Desi parents, if any one of you is a desi parent, please don't do that to your kids either. It's not a good look. It's It doesn't sound right. And as a kid, having your parents compare you to your friends who you believe to be, you know, a companion to you in your good times and bad times. You don't want to feel like you have to race them to achieve things or you know i mean a healthy competition i understand that but when you make a what when you tear somebody apart over something that is not even part of their goal or whatever it's just not a good look <laughs> and i don't know how i just came to this whole train of thought but it happened and i just had to say it In today's world where globalization is a thing now, everybody has access to everything on the web and otherwise. So there is like so many different ways to reach out and, you know, hang out. But also at the same time, I feel like that makes it all the more harder for you to be able to connect with people. Because this is one thing, you know, right? Um, I was not able to talk to my best friend for like five years because she was away in a different country but i texted her like every other day or we knew what was happening with each other but meeting her in person was a different experience like i don't know how to explain it but our body language was different we were comfortable with each other obviously because we, like we'd known each other for like 23 years but still it, it felt a little um you know different a little new and i felt like a little nervous seeing her after a while but at the same time, it kind of felt a little unfamiliar as well. So there is that, you know, you could connect with somebody online, but it wouldn't be the same if you were like 
you know, physically present. So that kind of makes you feel a little more um, scared to like, you know, reach out and stuff because like I enjoy texting people. I enjoy talking to people online because I find online conversation more easy to uh, maneuver and I would even probably initiate conversations online either but like doing it physically is like a whole task for me and even if we've known each other for a long while it takes a lot for me to be able to like converse it kind of drains my social battery so much so fast that I just struggle with that maybe that's a problem I don't know people who are listening would be like oh she probably has social anxiety and depression and I don't know some some form of like a disorder or something because what the hell what am i doing i don't know like i I sound way weird when i say that out loud i I feel like i sound weird while talking about this stuff because like i'm pretty sure people are like rolling their eyes and being like this girl has problems okay she needs to go see a doctor um but honestly like i find online communication much more easier and uh comfortable than uh, real life conversations i kind of like run away from physical interactions which is a bad thing and i think having technology and um being dependent on technology so much has kind of obliterated my social skills and then on top of that we had the pandemic which was worse like i felt like i had to relearn how to talk to people like how to um understand what people were saying like social cues and you know just greet people and stuff it was hard to go back to like normal life after the pandemic and I still struggle with it to this day. Like, you know, when you're in a professional setting, it's easier because you are you have an assigned role and you have to do that. So you get into like, it becomes second nature for you. But then like, you know, for example, I'd be at the hospital and I would be interacting with, you know, the patients and their attendants and stuff like that. But uh, like, you could be walking down the road and you would wave at me and I'd just probably be confused. Like, do I wave back? Like, do I smile? Do I like say hello? Or do I like approach you? Or do I just stay there? Like, it's a whole mess. And I don't know if it's just me. I hope it's not just me because then that would make me feel really bad by myself. Because <laughs> I don't want to be the only person struggling like that. Oh God. The idea of that is just very horrible. But anyways, that that's me. And, and it's been a struggle to kind of relearn how to you know integrate with the community and 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 communicate and just you know reach out and make friends but i recently did end up like making a new friend even though it was like a mutual of ours like me and my best friend one of her other friends showed up who i had not met but i'd heard of and we clicked instantly which was very surprising it was very surprising that we clicked off so like instantly like right like we we said hello and then we were like off trauma bonding and that's one more thing i think as an adult i don't know maybe it's just me or other people but my form of like (laughs) it's gonna sound weird but like my form of um bonding with people like is talking about our traumas like i would be like so what kind of dark trauma did you experience in your teenager like what makes you wake up at night sweating and screaming like that's my idea of uh getting to know people better like things dark things about like i don't know this sounds so horrible right now i believe but oh my god that's me and my best friend like we talk about traumas we talk about all the bad things that happen although yes of course we talk about the good things as well but i feel like talking about our traumas like trauma bonding is something that made us get closer 
which we always laugh about, which I think in hindsight we shouldn't laugh, but I mean, if you've been through shit, you would know that trauma and humor go hand in hand. There's no way you can cope with that sort of like stuff without growing a funny bone in you if you don't have one. If you have already, then wow, you're blessed. You'll find a way to get through it. But yeah, that's that's how it has been. Like I I met this girl and I'd already heard about her from my friend, so my best friend. So it wasn't like I was totally, you know, new to this person, but we kind of clicked and we were talking and then my friend actually left and then we were still sitting there for like another three hours just, you know, talking and catching up and connecting and and it felt weird. Like that's not how you make friends, but then at the same time I felt nice because I don't have to go through the whole talking stage. Oh, what color do you like? Oh, what food do you like? And that was nice. I, th- I feel like as a child, it's easier to make friends, uh, you know, because you don't have any expectations. Just like, oh, sharing books and, you know, being at the same play table or, you know, uh, having lunch at the same table or something, something. But you're not thinking about their, you know, background, their traumas, you know, what kind of life they've lived, uh, what kind of person they are, what what characteristics they have, what are their beliefs, you know, what what get gets them ticking, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, you know, you see them, you like them, you make friends, and, you know, you're best friends all of a sudden. But as an adult, there are a lot of things that you obviously have to consider. But sometimes you don't. And that's a very refreshing sort of idea where you meet somebody and you instantly click. And that happens very rarely for me. So it was kind of like a very nice experience. And we're actually we're actually going to be traveling together. Um, this episode is going to go out, on, I think, on Friday, right? So I can talk about it now because we're planning to surprise my best friend. And so we're like going all the way to see her. And I have met her only once, this girl. And we've already like planned a whole road trip. And it's funny because adults, I couldn't have done that as a kid. I mean, maybe. I don't know. No. My parents would have never allowed me to just randomly go out on a road trip with somebody that I'd only met once. It sounds weird, doesn't it? But trust me, she's a nice person and she's a lovely girl to get to know. And I'm I'm hoping that we're going to have a lot of fun. Overall, I think I prefer adult friendships more, even though they can be tricky to maneuver. Sometimes you don't have time at all. Sometimes it's like, you know, catching up every three months, four months, years. But you know that, you know, when you have that person where you could go weeks and months and years without talking, but then the moment you reach out and, you know, you're you're like in a in the same time zone or in the same place and they reply it's like as if that time hadn't passed at all and you just fall back to the same sort of like routine with them and they're familiar they're people that you know that no matter what happens in life are going to be there for you even though even if they're not actively present with you that kind of friendship i i love and i really cherish and I believe everybody deserves friends like that. And as an adult who has responsibilities, who has things to do in their life, everybody does, obviously. Um, I feel like we all deserve friends like that, friendships like that, people around us like that. And if you don't have people like that, I think me including should make more effort to do that because 
you know, it makes a hell of a difference having people who are supportive, people who are going to cheer you on, just having people who would stand behind you and be like, you know, do whatever you want. We're going to be here. We're going to keep make sure that you keep going. And yeah, that was me just rambling about adult friendships because I made a new friend and I am very excited about it. We're going on a road trip together. And it sounds I think it's one of those things on my bucket list where I want to always go on a road trip with a friend. I have not had the what do you call it? Um like a planned road trip where we're going for like pleasure and just you know hanging out and kind of a vacation i've ne- never done that before and it's the first time that i'm doing this on my own at that so i'm very excited about that hopefully it's gonna go well and we're gonna have fun so yeah i just wanted to like talk about it i want to know what you guys think um about adult friendships and what you expect out of adult friendship with that said i'm gonna take my leave now i think i've just exhausted my throat <laughs> from talking um and i'll see you next week Love this.